0: we are privileged, O oh God, once again to be in your house. Heavenly Father, we ask, O oh God, that even as we have come, let your anointing come. Give us of your spirit. Father, we ask, O oh God, that you touch our hearts tonight. Let our hearts be in your hand like clay. That you will reform our hearts transform our hearts oh god may you be the porter that our hearts will be in your hand oh porter remold us change our minds let us not be the same as we came for you say you send forth your word and it would accomplish the purpose for which you send it we ask oh lord that you speak to us holy spirit i avail myself as a vessel use me let it not be man's wisdom Let it not be by the letter but let it be by the spirit i ask oh god for this is the word of god the anointed word of god the engrafted word which is able to save our souls we thank you spirit of god for the opportunity to hear you once again we bless your name we love you jesus we thank you in jesus name amen Amen. hallelujah You may be seated. Wonderful. Well, tonight I want to continue with a message that we began sharing some few weeks ago. I think when we started our 527, feeding 527, we began sharing also the mandate of every believer. The mandate of every believer. And um, I want us to continue with this message. I have been blessed from sharing from this message. And um, I believe the Lord is going to bless us tonight also. Wonderful. Well, we say that as believers, we are given a mandate. As born-again Christians, there is a mandate that is upon our lives. And our lives should be living to fulfill that mandate. Amen. When Jesus was leaving us, he gave us one command. One thing that he asked of us. You know, when someone is leaving his people for a while, you know, Jesus was not leaving us permanently. Do you understand that? He was leaving for a while. And he says, I am not going to be with you. But there was a mandate that he gave us. Of all the things he taught us, he came to give us this particular mandate to tell us again that this is the main reason why I have been with you. This is the main reason why God forsook his crown and came down here on earth. This is the main reason why he put upon himself the crown of thorns. And so he made sure that he would tell us again And so let us read a mandate before we continue with this message. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. And he says, And Jesus came, Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. Are you there? He says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world amen Amen. hallelujah This is a mandate that Christ gave us. This is a mandate that Jesus gave us. Now, when your father gives you such mandate and you fulfill it, I believe you make him happy. You know, there's so many things that your father may have told you to do and not to do. There's so many things that your mother may have told you to do or not to do. But there are some particular things that you remember that she or he really expected that you would do this. Amen. You know, some of you left your parents, you traveled abroad, you left people that are so important to you. And as you were living, there's something particularly that they told you. You know, some of you may have promised some people that you are going to marry them. That you promised that, oh, I am traveling to this place, but my promise to you about marrying you, I will marry you. You know, and as you were leaving, the person knew where you were going and the person may have told you, well, when you go, try and buy me this. You know, try and write me a letter. You know, try and give me a phone call every now and then. Every now and then, email me, send me pictures. Let me see how you are doing. Do you see? And then, the person will come and see you off at the airport. But one thing that he will reiterate, he says, do not let me down. Do you see? The person may have told you all the things they want, the necklace, the rings, the... You promised, do you remember, you say when you get a job, you buy me this, you do this for me, you do that for me. You know all these things are nice all these things are good but there is one particular thing that she will come back and remind you he says look as you are going remember that I'm going to wait for you <laughs> and then and then as you are leaving you wait you wait for you don't forget me oh. please don't forget me oh. you see reminding you and reminding you so for that person you can do all things for that person, but if this one thing, you don't do it, the person will not be happy. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And so you see, we also, there are so many things that we can do for Christ. You know, he says we should not forsake when the brethren gather together, and we can come together and it will make him happy. You know, He wants us to sing praises unto him. He says he dwells upon our praises and we will sing to him and he, it, those things will make him happy. But there is one thing, there is one thing that he gave to us as a mandate. He says, go and teach them, teach all nations. Teach all nations. Hallelujah. And so we can do all the other things. But this particular thing, if we do not do it, it does not make him happy. Hallelujah. I say this particular thing, if we do not do it, it does not make him happy. Look at the scripture in John chapter 15 and verse 8. John chapter 15 and verse 8. Hallelujah. He says, I'm reading from I'm reading this scripture from the amplified version. He says, when you bear much fruit, or when you produce much fruit, when you bear much fruit, or you produce much fruit, my Father is honored and glorified. And you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. If you want to know what really glorifies the Father. If you want to know what really brings glory to the Father, it's Jesus is giving us the key. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times, you know, we come before the Lord and then we come and stand before His congregation and we say, let us glorify the Lord because He has done great and mighty things in my life. Let us do this. The Lord helped me to pass my examination." You see? And then we are giving glory to the Lord. And then we come and say, the Lord helped me to find a job. And we are giving glory to the Lord. It says, the Lord helped me to get this promotion. And we are giving glory to the Lord. He says, oh, glory to the Lord. And then we shout, hallelujah. Oh, beloved, let us give glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us give glory to the Lord. The Lord has done great and wonderful things in my life. And since I've, I've joined this church, the Lord has done this. The Lord has done that. They are all necessary. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Whatsoever thing you do, do all to the glory of the Lord. Amen. 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 And so everything that we do should bring him glory. But Jesus is saying, one thing, one thing that really glorifies the Father. He says, this is the key. One thing that really glorifies the Father. He says, when you bear much fruit, the Father is honored and he is glorified hallelujah he's honored and he's glorified amen so as christians i think if we are looking to find something that glorifies the father then we should look for what really brings him glory and honor and that should be our mandate our everyday mandate amen Because, you know, when you do something that pleases your father, he rewards you. He gives you whatever you want. Amen. He gives you everything that you want. When you make him happy. And so, I think we should make it a mandate. It should be our daily prayer. That, Lord, let us fulfill this mandate. Let us bring you honor. Let us bring you glory. And we ought to look out for things that bring joy to the father. We ought to look out for things that bring joy to the Father's house. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We ought to always be alert and look out for something that will bring joy to the Father. Hallelujah. When you read Ezekiel chapter 33, he tells about certain things that does not bring him joy. Ezekiel 33 and verse 11. Look at that. He says, Say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. He says, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. When a wicked man dies, I have no pleasure. He says, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked turn from his way and live. That is what brings him pleasure. He says, for the death the wicked, it brings him no pleasure. When a wicked man dies, it brings him no pleasure. And so you see, maybe you will hear that, oh, finally they said, Osama Bin Laden has died. And you see, and people are rejoicing and they're throwing party and blowing balloons and all sorts of things. But there is is sadness in heaven. That a wicked man has died. And they did not have an opportunity and a chance to repent. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So you may think that, oh, what a joy. Finally, we have our peace. Finally, we can travel without worrying. Finally, we don't have to worry about somebody taking our aircraft and blowing it in a tower. And so we are at peace and we are happy. But there is sadness in heaven. There is no joy in heaven amen Amen. i said there is no joy in heaven hallelujah so it should be on your heart it should be on your heart and it should be a mandate upon your life that you see when you see your friend when you see your friend do not just ask your friend did you go to church why do you not go to church why how come you don't go to church?" and he said oh i went to church good 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 and keep on going Don't be happy with that alone. But rather find out, are you born again? Are you born again? When you die, will the father be happy? Because there's another scripture in uh, Psalm 115 and verse 15. I believe 116 verse 15. Or 116 verse 15, I believe. Let's see 116. It says, I love the Lord. Very good. This is the one I'm looking for. 116 verse 15. It says, precious and important. And no light matter. It's not a light matter. It is precious and important. It is in the sight of the Lord when the saints die. When someone who is born again dies, oh, it is so precious in the sight of God. It is so precious. This is one. This, I love this scripture when I hear that a born again, someone says, Oh, my father died, my mother has died, my brother died, I lost my sister. And I say, Was that person a born again Christian? Oh, I say, Hallelujah. Because it is precious in the sight of God. Amen. Amen. It is precious in the sight of God. And when the person is not a born again Christian, do not rejoice. You can rejoice. We cannot go and sit there and pretend and say all sorts of things. Do you see? Because you see, sometimes when someone dies and we know the person is not a born-again Christian, you know, we go and we try to find all sorts of things to say to make the person feel, or the, the ones that are affected feel that it is okay. It is not okay. It is not okay. And that woman sees that opportunity and find out about that person also. Now you, when you die, where are you also going? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Because there is no joy in heaven when someone dies who is not born again. There's no joy. Jesus told of a very nice gospel scripture. In, um, and I like that chapter. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 Luke chapter 15 and verse 1 you know we can read from the King James Version it says then drew nigh unto him all the publicans and sinners this whole chapter is a gospel very beautiful gospel chapter and I love it He says, then drew nigh unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness? and go after that which is lost until he finds it you see so you see this scripture you know jesus saw i mean the pharisees and the scribes they saw jesus talking with these sinners you know do you have the amplified version who has the amplified version you i can read from the king James, but you show me the amplified version he says now the tax collectors and the tax collectors and notorious and especially wicked sinners listen to this notorious and especially wicked sinners were all coming near to jesus to listen to him they were coming near to jesus to listen to him look at which people notorious wicked sinners notorious sinners i mean when you are a notorious sinner it means that you are a well-known sinner do you see we everyone knows that you are a fornicator everyone knows that you are you are a murderer everyone knows that you are a liar as you are coming you know they have a name for you the liar is coming you have a PhD hallelujah when they mention your name that is the next title it's, it's, it's added to your name amen it says, now the tax collectors and notorious and especially wicked sinners were all coming near to Jesus to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes kept mothering and indignantly complaining, saying, this man accepts and receives and welcomes preeminently wicked sinners and eats with them. So you see, these people, they are known sinners. You can't hide do you see coffee you cannot you you, they cannot everyone knows that they are sinners and so you cannot even have an excuse that oh i didn't know they are sinners amen you cannot even say that oh i didn't know they are sinners so they saw jesus fellowshipping with these people now i want to tell you something if you do not have the love of god in you you cannot love sinners. If you do not have the love of God in you, you cannot love wicked people. Hallelujah. You cannot love wicked people if you do not have the love of God in you. In fact, if you do not have the love of God in you, you will not even have compassion for a stranger. Amen. Amen. It is only the love of God, it is only the love of God that will make you love sinners. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans 5 and verse 8, it says, God commanded his love towards us. God commanded his love towards us. That whilst we were yet what? Sinners. Whilst we were yet sinners, that God commanded his love towards us. It is the love of God that is able to love sinners. And if you don't have that love of God, which God commands, God, he said, God commanded his love, his love. He commanded his love towards us whilst we were yet sinners. We cannot love sinners if we don't have the love of God in us. Amen. That is why when you see, when you see someone who is notorious, I mean, what, what are some of the notorious sinners? I mean, notorious sinner is someone who, for instance, is a prostitute i mean when you see a prostitute she's not hiding it do you understand she's not hiding it she's not embarrassed of her sins you know she's not so she's openly you know working so you must have some love for sinners for a clean man you know well-dressed man to walk boldly and stand and start talking to forgive Hallelujah! Because I have to use my wife because if I come and stand before any other woman, I will get into trouble. I don't want any trouble. (laughs) Hallelujah! Amen! So, you must have some love because otherwise you'll be embarrassed. They say, ah, this guy he doesn't go to church. Look, I saw him on 42nd Street and You see, you don't want I saw him on Jerome Avenue. You don't want to be in a place like that. You don't want even people to see you associate except when the love of God is in you. Except when the love of God is in you. Amen. You cannot associate, you cannot associate with wicked people. Except the love of God is in you. You don't even want to be known that you have any ties with Osama bin Laden, do you? You don't. He's notoriously wicked. Or Saddam Hussein. You don't want any association with Saddam. That oh, they say that, oh, there's someone that lives in this house, this building, and he knew something about you. Don't want anyone to associate you with that. But when the love of God is in you, that is when you have that kind of love. Amen. Amen. If you don't love God, you cannot love sinners. So he says, verse 4, he says, Then they say, what man, he says, And he spake this parable unto them, to this effect, when they saw him fellowshipping with the sinners. He says, what man of you, having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, that not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, Until he finds it, and when he had found it, he laid it on his shoulder, rejoicing. Do you see? Rejoicing. He says, He will lay it if you, you have you have 90, you have 100 sheep, and you lose one, you leave the 99 and you go out looking for the one that is lost. And when he finds it, he lays it on his shoulder. Do you understand what that means? It means that he holds one the, one hand with the two limbs, the forelimbs, and the hind limbs. The hind limbs are the limbs behind. And the forelimbs are the limbs ahead. <laughs> Amen. So he holds them like this and then puts the sheep around his neck. He does not want the sheep to go anywhere. He holding the sheep like this well secure. And coming and rejoicing and singing and he brings the sheep home and when he cometh home he calleth together his friends and neighbors saying unto them rejoice with me for I have found my sheep which was lost I say unto you that likewise listen to this very carefully he says I say unto you that likewise Joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance. Hallelujah. Do you see why the whole of us 99, we should leave everything and go out on the street looking for that one sinner that is lost. We, it's worth it, and it brings joy, not he all says, he says, likewise likewise, this is this means, similarly he says, I say unto you that means, listen, you see that when Jesus is making certain statement you know, you are not there so you have to imagine how and picture, you know people don't just communicate and say, I say unto you I tell you you know, and he says, verily, verily truly, truly It's like seriously. Do you understand? It says, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance. What does the uh, Amplified Version say? It says, thus I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one especially wicked person who repents or changes his mind, abhorring his errors and misdeeds and determines to enter upon a better course of life than over 99 righteous persons who have no need of repentance. Amen. So when we have a service and there is one person that gives his life to Christ, that service brings more joy that service brings more joy to the heavens than the 99 of you who need no repentance. But what I have done is I have polished you to become very nice Christian. Very great Christian. A prayerful Christian. A serious Christian. Christian that is committed. You do everything that you are told. Christian that will open up new pages in our lives. Create an IG. that one person that repents hallelujah is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you and then he gives another he says either what woman having ten pieces of silver if she lose one piece that not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she finds it and when she had found it she calleth her friends and her neighbors together saying rejoice with me for I have found the peace which I had lost. You know, it is like that with you also. And so, are you surprised it is like that with God? You see, when when you have a lot of, even when you have a lot of money, you have $100. Do you see? $100. They are yours. You know, and the joy is the same. You know, you are not, it's yours. You have $100. Maybe 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 of them make $100. And they are yours, so you keep them. And then, you find out when you count it, it's 90. All along, you knew you had 100. And you have 90. Do you see? Or you went to the bank, or you went, and then you were withdrawing 100. You saw the cashier counting 100. And then you saw it, so you took it, and then you just put it in your pocket, and then you went home. And then, when you got home, you counted it, and the thing was 90 suddenly it brings you sadness suddenly you become very angry suddenly you become very aggressive suddenly you feel you are cheated suddenly you feel that somebody didn't do his work right suddenly you feel that somebody didn't rise up to do what he was supposed to do suddenly you feel that somebody didn't count well suddenly you feel that somebody didn't preach what he was supposed to preach suddenly you feel that the work was not done adequately and you get agitated and then immediately you grab your keys, your bag, everything as a madman, as a mad woman, going to the bank, going right to the bank. You don't know what you're going to tell them, but you're going to tell them that this hundred dollars, that you are angry. Angry. You, you have ninety dollars in your pocket. Ninety. They are with you. But for that ten dollars, oh, you are very angry. You are very angry. And then when you get there, you just throw it there like that to them. Here, count it. (laughs) Isn't that what you would do? That only, that $10 is all you say. Oh, just one bill, just one, you have the nine. And then when the person counts it, and then the person, oh, I thought I gave, oh, one bill fell down here and he gives that to you. Oh, 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 oh. you see now you are coming back well with the hundred dollars that you knew before but that joy that you have with that hundred dollars now is not the same joy as you would have taken your hundred dollars before supernatural joy your thinking has changed that is how it is with God that is how it is with God amen Amen. that is how it is with god and so he says suddenly so you wonder ah but lord all of us are here we're singing to you playing drums keyboard we're doing you are not happy just this sinner this dirty sinner just walking and suddenly there is joy in heaven yes amen and that it should be a mandate on your heart what can I do to bring joy to the Lord? Can I bring one sinner? Can I bring one sinner to church? One sinner that will repent? Can I talk to this friend of mine? And therefore, it should be something that is pressing on your heart. My brother, are you saved? No, 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 no. You have to come with me. Are you really saved? You, you, it, it should be something that is pressing on your heart. Let me bring joy to my father's house. Hallelujah let me bring joy to my father's house amen is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you so he says likewise I say unto you there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents there is joy over the heavens the angels are rejoicing do you know how many angels are in heaven They are innumerable. And that act of yours, that deed, that you thought it was just nothing. They said we should just go and I went out and I just won one soul. Do you see how much joy is in heaven right now? Amen. It has brought so much joy in the heavens. Hallelujah. And then when he finished this story, he followed it up with, A very wonderful story. You know? And he says, and he said, a certain man had two sons. He says, a certain man had two sons. I love this chapter, you know? He says, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goose that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after. So this is a rich man. I mean, to have the ability to share inheritance. means you are rich. You must have some money. So this man had two sons. And the younger son says, Father, I am tired of living in this house. Give me the portion of goods of your inheritance that belong to me. And he divided unto them his living, his two sons. So he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. He didn't even want to get close to the father. And there, the Bible says, he wasted his substance with righteous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. Look at this a rich man's son. Now he has gone so low that he's looking for a job, and they send him to work with pigs. And when he went to work with the pigs, he wanted to eat the food that is given to the pigs. He says, he would fain to have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man, even that food, no man gave unto him. They wouldn't even give him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose. And came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off. When he was yet a great way off. His father saw him. When he was yet a great way off. His father saw him. Who saw him? His father. His father saw him. I am telling you about the things that bring joy to the father. That should be your mandate. Let me bring joy to my father. The Bible says that when this wretched son was coming, when he repented and he was coming back, when he was a great way off, no one saw him, but the father saw him. That means no one was expecting him, no one was looking forward to him, no one was searching for him, but the father saw him and had compassion. And run. He didn't walk towards him. He ran towards him. He ran like this, running towards him, and fell. Said, Bible says, and fell on his neck. Dirty boy, eating with pigs, stinking, smelling. You, I believe, when he was coming, people were going fed. Homeless. Have you seen when the homeless person sits on a train? And you go in, you come out. And then you go to the next car. And sometimes even the thing transmits to the next You go further to the next car. They have such strong odor. That is how, that is how this boy was smelling. But the father ran to him. The father ran to him and fell on his neck. And he hugged him. Look at the amplified version. What does he say? He says, so he got up and came to his own father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity and tenderness for him. And he ran and embraced him. He ran and embraced him and kissed him. Fervently. Stinky boy. No shower for Months kissed him. I'm telling you what brings joy to the father. That should be a mandate on your heart. He you said, He kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. You see, he has rehearsed this thing. He has rehearsed it. And so, yes, he just kept, he just said it. He wanted to say it and hear what the father said. But the father said to his servants, you see, the father was not listening to what the son was saying. He said to his servants, bring forth the best robe. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fattened calf. Then kill it. Oh, Listen, call the party organizers. Call this one listen let me order some drinks from here let's order the, this woman who caters call her this person call her you know meanwhile there has been quietness in the house all along suddenly i say, suddenly there is joy the father wants joy in his house suddenly he wants to throw a party Suddenly, he said forget what you are saying call the party organizers the decorators the, the dj call them call them the photographers call them, call them, we are having a party he says bring Hither, the fatted calf the biggest one of the calf and kill it today, we are killing it we have, we have raised it for many many months, today we are killing it and let us eat and be merry, for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found And they began to be merry, the entire house. There was suddenly joy in the house of the father. That moment, they began to be what? Merry. They began to rejoice. They began to party. They began to have joy. You want to know what brings joy to the father? Bring a lost son to his house. You want to know what brings joy? What will make the heavens celebrate you and have a party, throw a party in your name? Bring a daughter that is lost. And he said unto them, "So he says, now, listen to this, now his elder son was in the field and as he came, drew nigh to the house. He heard music and dancing, so you see, there was no joy in the house before. There was no joy in the house before. The heavens have not been rejoicing, and so you see, look at this. You see, he says, and he called one of the seven. So the, the senior, the senior brother, came home, and when he came home, as he drew near to the house, he heard a party, he heard the songs, he heard the dancing. He heard people shouting. This has never happened in my house before. We don't see this commonly here in this house. I've been here for many years. I've grew up in this house. But I never heard this before. So he says he called one of the servants and asked, What are these things? What do they mean? It means he's not familiar with these things. He said, what do these things mean? And he said unto them, unto him, Thy brother is come. And thy father had killed the fatted calf. You know that one? The one that we have been holding on to. We don't know why he has been keeping this calf all these months. But today we kill the fatted calf. Because he had received him safe and sound. He didn't receive him dead. He says the father takes no pleasure, no joy when the wicked dies. And look at this the senior brother when he heard this he was angry and would not go in therefore came his father out and entreated him he was angry he would not go in you see the thing that will bring joy in your life the thing that will make you celebrate The thing that will bring you real joy. You see, the reason why many Christians are not happy, the reasons why many Christians do not rejoice, you are born again. But you don't find joy in the Christianity. You don't find joy in this faith you have not found any real joy you wonder you come and you go yes we sing praises and but you really real joy the true joy that celebration merrymaking, is not in you because you do not have the father's heart the thing that brings you joy are the things that makes the father happy and until soul winning becomes something as a mandate unto you your Christian life will be like this. You will come and you are angry. What is going on? Why are they all singing? Why are they all dancing? What is this? What, are, what is happening here? today? What is special about this Sunday? What is so special today that we are saying this and we are rejoicing and we are doing this? Because you don't have the father's heart. The senior brother did not have the father's heart. So he doesn't understand this joy. He doesn't understand why we should rejoice today. But he said he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. Entreated him in. And he, answering, said to his father, Lo, these many years, listen carefully. Listen very carefully. Beloved. He says, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. These many years do I serve thee. These many years have I been coming to church. Every Sunday. Every Tuesday. I play the drums. I play the keyboards. I preach. I sing. I arrange us. When we are done, we carry all these heavy tools, heavy instruments. We pack them, unpack them. We do this. When it's hot, we are here. The snow, we are here. I have saved thee all these days. But, listen, it says, neither transgress I, at any of thy commandments, I have served thee. I don't fornicate. I don't steal. I pay my tithe. I don't steal from you. I give offerings. I do everything. I do everything as a Christian that is expected of me. All your commandments. He says, I do everything. And yet, thou hast never given me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. He says, I have served you every... Everything that is in me, I have used it to serve you. I did not go anywhere, I have stayed in the house, and I have obeyed all your commands. You say, This house kept you is 10 o'clock. I am home, 10 o'clock. You say, We rise up 5 a.m. We should be up and praying. I rise up and we pray. I pray. Fasting, I fast. What else? I do everything that you tell me. But not even once have you given me a baby, a sheep, a baby a kid, to even kill, to have party with my friends. I have never seen merry making in this house all these years that I have served thee. Beloved, heavens will rejoice when we fulfill or we bring joy to the Father. When we bring something to the Father that will make him embrace it, heavens will rejoice for us. And there will be a joy also that will surround you. You will never know the joy of fellowshipping with Christ. You will never know the joy of being a Christian unless this mandate is on your heart to win the loss at all costs. So he says, Lord, this many years do I serve thee, and neither transgress I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gives me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which had devoured thy living with halots, thou killest, thou hast killed, killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine, beloved. You will go to heaven. Yes, you are born again. The inheritance is yours. The kingdom, it is yours. There is, there is a mansion in heaven for you. But if you want to experience joy in this life, if you want to experience real joy, if you want to be very happy here in this house, he says, he says all that I have, they are yours. You are born again, yes. You, you obey my commandment. You do everything. You don't fornicate. You don't steal. You don't kill. You don't... What are are some of the sins? You don't lie. What are some of the sins that we sin? You don't gossip. You don't fight. You don't backbite. You are not disrespectful. But you are not happy. Because there is no merrymaking around what you are doing. There is no merrymaking. You are just maintaining your work gradually until you go to heaven. But if you want to experience joy... He says, bring a lost son to my house. Bring a lost daughter to my house. If you want to have real joy, if you want to go to work laughing, if you want to rise up and stretch forth and laugh, if you want to enjoy your family, if you want to enjoy the wealth that the Lord has given you, if you want to enjoy the wife the Lord has given you, if you want to enjoy the children the Lord has given you, just let there be joy in the Father's house break joy to the father so the father says it was he says all that i have are thine it was meat that we should make merry we ought to make merry and be glad why because this your brother which was dead is alive again and the one which was lost is found that is how we rejoice that is how we make merry that is how we have fun for you, you have my property. You have the heavens. You have the kingdom. You have your mansion. It is built for you. It is waiting for you whenever you come. When I go, you will be with me. But to have joy for us to celebrate, to, for the heavens to celebrate, for the angels to find, find, find something to celebrate, bring a lost soul to Christ and there will be joy. That will also surround you. That will also affect you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Our time is up. And stand on your feet stand on to your feet stand onto your feet, feet. why well, you don't want to go home stand on to your feet stand on to your feet and just for a short time just pray that you will find it a necessity like Paul let there be a necessity laid on you he said woe is me he says, woe unto me if I preach not the gospel let it be a mandate upon your life that I might, by all these I should by all means win some you will become unto all men what they are that you will by all means also win some let it be a mandate upon your heart let it be a mandate let it be a mandate oh yes yes Yes, yes. Lord help us. Lord help us. Lord help us. Oh yes. That we will bring you real joy. Father, that touch you, we bring you joy. That we bring to you what brings you joy. The thing that brings you joy, Oh God. May we bring that into you, Lord. Let we bring that into you, Lord. Oh yes, yes. May we bring it to you, Oh God. What brings you joy? What brings you joy? What touches your heart? What causes the heavens to celebrate? What causes the house of God to throw a party? Oh, yes. The, give us the heart. that is this you no upon us. The burden of the The mandate upon the believer. Father, so may we have this mandate? May we have that desire. that desire to bring joy to your house. The desire to cause the heavens to celebrate. The desire to have the house of God celebrate. The desire to bring joy to the people of God. The desire to throw a party in the house of God. Oh, yes. Give us the heart of oh God. Give us, that heart, oh God. us the heart of God. Give us the heart to God. Let us have the heart. Let us have the desire. Let us have the desire of God. Let us have the desire. Yes. Let it be To your hearts, because in love, Christ, is the is a heaven's Sing, rejoicing. When one, one lost sinner, one, one lost sinner returns to you, you. transform so, so Let us become witnesses unto you. Let us become witnesses. People that go out to look for the loss to bring to your house. Give us that Give us that ability. Give us that ability. Give us that hunger. Give us that thirst. Let us test for soul. Let us test for, for soul. Let soul. Let the love of God is coming upon for us. Let the love of God come upon us. Let Lord, the love That loves sinners. Love love sinners. Love no. sinners. The love of God. Let the sinners. The love of God. That welcome sinners. The love of God. kisses sinners. Let the grace sinners. Oh yes, give us that to God. Yes. No, Lord. To your world, Lord, 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 Lord,
1: Lord,
0: had heart to do your will a heart to do your will Lord give us that a heart to do your will yes. yes oh yes we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we say after that the Holy Spirit will come upon us Father let the Spirit come upon us and let us become witnesses unto you let us have a heart that is ready to do your will the heart that is ready to bring joy to your heart oh give us that anointing oh God give us that power oh yes you said afterwards you receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon us and we shall become witnesses unto you may we become witnesses transform us into becoming witnesses make us witnesses of God witnesses of God the love of God should come in our heart the love that embraces sinners the love that welcomes sinners The love that kisses sinners. Oh, yes. Father, may we not be embarrassed to witness to sinners. May we have that mandate, oh God. The mandate to bring this joy in the heavens. The mandate to cause the angels of God to celebrate. Oh, Father, may the angels celebrate because we did something to you. May the heavens celebrate because we did something to you. Help us, O Lord. Help us, O God. Help us. Help us. Oh, yes. Except you put this love upon us, we cannot love sinners. Help us, O God. Give us a new heart. Take this stony heart out, O God. And give us a heart of flesh, a heart that loves sinners thank you. We are grateful, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for touching us this way. Father, we ask, oh God, let us not be the same. Tonight, may our hearts change. Father, let us live here, leaving this stony heart behind and taking with us the heart of God. Let us have the love of God in our hearts. Let us have a heart of flesh. The heart that welcomes sinners. The heart that welcomes sinners. The heart that embraces sinners into the kingdom of God. The heart that searches out for sinners. The heart that searches out for the lost soul. Oh yes. Give us that heart. We thank you Jesus. We thank you we are grateful to do your well. if there's anyone here tonight you are not born again it is for your sake that the father will leave the 99 who do not need repentance and he cometh out to search for you if you are here tonight you are not born again you have not given your life to Jesus If you were to die tonight, you are not even sure where you will go. If this is your prayer, if it is you, you say, I want to receive the Father in my heart. I want to come back to the Father's house. If you are the one I'm talking to, the arms of the Father are stretched. He's ready to embrace you. He saw you far away when you were coming. And he's ready to welcome you. He's running. His arms are open to welcome you. With all eyes closed and every head bowed. If you want to come to Jesus tonight, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You say, I want to come to Jesus tonight. I want to receive Jesus Christ tonight. Oh, do not leave here without taking Jesus with you. Do not live here without having Christ in your heart. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. Lift up your right hand. And I'll pray with you. Is that you? Are you the one the father is waiting for? Are you the one the father is running to? He's running to somebody right now. Are you the one? Are you the one? Maybe you go to church. You come to church Sunday after Sunday tuesday after tuesday but you know in your heart that if you were to die tonight you are not sure but you say you want to make your salvation sure tonight if that is you lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you anyone here like that god bless you god bless you you want to join you want to join lift up your hand also and i'll pray with you anyone here like that anyone else do not live here without receiving jesus christ it is because of you. If it was only you, you would have left this throne in heaven and you would have come down here and died for you. He left everyone in the house and he ran towards this son. He has run to you tonight. If you have lifted up your hand, why don't you just take this bold step and walk towards the father? Come here to me. Come here this right now. Come here this moment. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There is you in the heavens. The heavens, he says, because of one less souls that has come. Heavens rejoice this hour. Oh, this is what brings joy to the Father. This is what celebration in heaven. This is what brings joy. He said that this is what everything, this is what my son living in the heavens and coming down. Yes, I surrender. after me my sister and i want all of you to join and say this let's say this together say lord jesus lord jesus thank you for dying for me thank you for dying for me i am not worth it i am not worth but i know that if i was the only one here on earth you would have died for me Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Wash me with your precious blood. Tonight. Tonight. I invite you. I invite you. Into my life. Into my life. Take control of my life. Take control of my life. Be my savior. Be my savior. Be my, Be my master. Be my master. Be my lord. Be my lord. Say this. Satan. Satan. Hear this. Hear this. Jesus is my master. Jesus, Jesus is my, my master. master. He's my lord. He's my lord. I will serve him. I will follow him. I will follow him. From tonight. From tonight. I serve you no more. I serve you no more. I have nothing to do with you, I Satan. Have I have, Christ, I have taken Christ and I will serve him, I will serve all, the him all the days of my life Lord Jesus please write my name, write my in, the name in the book of life thank you Jesus, thank you, Jesus for, saving me. for saving me Father Amen. we thank you for your greatness we thank you for your love for herein is the Father honored Amen. when we bear much fruit you say hearing is a heavenly rejoicing when one lost sinner comes back to you. When one lost daughter returns to your house. You say the heavens rejoice right this moment. Dear Lord we commit our sister into your hands. Oh, We commit her into your capable hands. We pray father that you build a hedge around her. Let the hedge that upon Job be upon her. The hedge that is visible to the eyes of the enemy the enemy shall look and she shall see and he says see have you not built a hedge around her father may that hedge be visible in the name of jesus keep her and preserve her you say that you will hold her and you will bring her home and you will call your friends you will call the angels and you say let us celebrate because my daughter has come back to me therefore oh god we are grateful and we are thankful for this service, please, Lord, keep her and protect her from every plan of Satan. Protect her family, protect everyone that is around her in the name of Jesus. Keep her, surround her, oh God, with God fearing people and touch everyone that is around her. You say, When you save Cornelius, you save his household. When you save Job, you save his household. When you save Lot, you save his household therefore oh god may you extend the salvation to everyone that is in the house in the name of jesus we thank you we bless you in jesus name amen skewed my soul his blood has covered my sins i believe, been laying I believe my shame my shame the shaking away my open up the sky we hope you have been blessed immensely by this message Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.